everybody and welcome to tailgate talks powered by the nation we have a awesome episode planned for you guys tonight we've got a talking tech tailgate talks talk and talks if you will collaboration uh again tonight second time these guys are joining the show first time for tristan uh to be a part of the tailgate so we're excited for that we're going to be talking we're creating the most cringy off-season podcast ever that's the goal get all the uh cringy off-season topics that you see on twitter because it's june and july and we're just waiting on football season. So we thought we'll get them all out of the way here. Talk about what makes them cringy, where we actually stand on that conversation and the level of cringe. So we've got a plethora of cringeworthy topics, we think. So we're going to get into all of that with the guys from Talking Tech. Excited for this episode. Should be a fun one. And to catch everything we're doing here throughout the summer into football season, here over at Tailgate Talks, you got to follow us. Follow us on Apple. Follow us on Spotify. Give us those five-star ratings. Five stars for the Tailgate. And if you listen to us on Apple, we always appreciate those reviews. Also, follow our social media accounts. We are on Twitter at Tailgate underscore Talks. Give us a follow there. Uh, we also have Facebook and Instagram, but we do most of our posting on the Twitter uh, also, follow our YouTube channel. You can catch any interviews, uh, short video clips, and stuff like that. We post all on the YouTube channel. So if you want to uh, give this interview a watch uh, that we have with Talking Tech, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. And lastly, if you have anything to add to the show, uh, shot bet, draft topics, questions, anything you want us to discuss on the tailgate, you can always email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So with all of that said, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode with Talking Tech. We're going to start this thing off right. All right. Well, Texas Tech Sports has officially reached its offseason. Baseball is done. Track is done. And so all we have now are Joey McGuire, Let's Go Tweets, couple waiting on some basketball news to hit, and really just waiting for football season to come around. So we thought it'd be a good time to reach back out to our friends, our podcast network friends, Talking Tech, a Talking Talks collaboration. And we've had Steven on before, but Tristan, it's your first time to the tailgate so we want to welcome tristan to the tailgate talks podcast well well thank y'all this is my first ever tailgate i'm about to have my first <laughs> beer um it's just it's all in all a very uh new experience for me and i, I thank y'all for having me on here well we're excited to have both of you guys how are we doing tonight first off let's just get a check in on how we're doing in the off season we know news can be slow right now we have some you know tweets and stuff that are getting us excited but how are we doing steven uh, we have been extremely lazy on uh, the parts of the Talk and Tech podcast, but it is the off season. Uh, <laughs> but it's good. Things are good. Recruiting's going well. Summer's here. It's you know 100 plus degrees outside. It's, it's yeah, great. It's scorcher today. Scorcher today. You know, I um, would say it's the dog days, but uh, as you kind of opened up with, I think we've had a, a angel of a man really keep that content flowing for us in the best way. Yeah. 
I totally agree with that. When you speak of like a dog, he is a dog in that mentality of how he recruits. And so, yeah, we're excited about that. But also summer brings along some cringe level topics. It's something we kind of tweeted out last week just to gauge where people's heads are at. Uh, you get the off season. People are going for clicks, not really sure what to talk about. And so we thought we'd just do the cringiest podcast ever here. Get all those cringy topics, put them together, talk about them, what makes them cringy and all that. So we put those lists together and we got to start off with what I think might be the biggest one, my biggest pet peeve of a conversation that has just really rolled on for a, quite a while now. I think we're over a year and a half of conference realignment talk. Yes, <laughs> good old fashioned conference realignment talk. So we'll tee this one up to you, Stephen, here first. What now? Yeah, go ahead. You just take <laughs> it from here. <laughs> when you're talking about conference realignment, Tristan is the guy to talk to because this man won't stop. I mean, it's constant DMs about something that uh, Jason Shear has tweeted, mm, something yes. that, you know, in what Shehan Jarraj has tweeted. Something he, he, yeah, something for the subreddit. He keeps it in my life when I don't want it to be in my life. But Tristan is the realignment guy. All right, well, let's I, go, I, Tristan. Over to you. <laughs> I, mean, I I love this crap, and I know how stupid it is. I really do. But like, whenever it comes to college sports, I am not an X's and O's guy ever. You know, I I really I really can't hang with the best of seeing your oh well, you know this this the the uh, his, his stats here and there. I'm never gonna be able to keep up with any of that like on a, a optimum level. Yeah. So, but I'm a huge storylines guy. So any like. I, you know, like, you know, yeah. uh, you know, we always rip on girls for, uh, you know, gossiping and all that. But guy gossip is right here in sporting. <laughs> world, all right? Guy this gossip is, is conference gossip. realignment. Yeah, exactly. So anytime there's even a tidbit to chew on for a bit, like I'm there. I, I am for it, man. Even though it's like, you know, the ultimate, this ultimately, you know, the, the this, uh, detrimental to the health of the, the game. I say, how can you not look away at this train wreck, you know? Right. Yeah. I get that yeah. mentality, Steven. It seems like you don't appreciate these uh, tweets, these texts, these whatever from Tristan. So where's your head at on, on was, this conversation in general? I was in it at the beginning. I was like, okay, let's figure this thing out. Let's make the big 12 survive in whatever way it needs to. But now at this point, it's just like, okay, let's just, let's just get on with it. Let's yeah. move on. If more teams are going to join, join. If not great, let's move on. I'm just, and I know it's not, there's no end in sight. So it's like, yeah. just <laughs> come on, let's, let's get it going for me. It's a never ending tunnel. Uh, Dustin to you, sir. Uh, how do, how do you find this conversation? Are you, are you high on the cringe level when you see a conference realignment tweet and the South Plainsman tagging us? Oh God. Uh, the tags can stop, but I guess I'm in between you two guys and I'm probably, I guess, just desensitized to it at this point because of how often it's come up. And I mean, they used to bring up the one that happened 12 years ago. Like, all the time and now i'm like i think it's part of the unknown of like well now with like usc and ucla going all the way to the big 10 like i guess anything can happen so i don't need to hold my breath on anything but i could care less to read into it or dive into it or discuss about it i would i'm just gonna be like steven kind of sit back watch and wait and then when it happens be like oh, all right so now we're playing rice and Tulane, and 
Like that's where it really yeah. gets gets me though is when it's like, all right, the Pat Cool's talking to Rice and SMU now, and it's like, okay, we can shut up. <laughs> yeah. That's when and, like and when it goes over the S- cliff like that with who they're yeah. talking to or like the rumors, and it's like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> like go with San Diego State and shut up. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm on the wake me up when it's done train over here. I'm just like ready for that tweet of hey colorado's officially moving to the big 12 just God, get brought up every two this weeks. conversation <laughs> just fast forward that to the end point where they're part of the big 12 and yukon or whoever the hell it is at this point i don't care it's just getting exhausting the tv ratings talk the pac-12 media versus the big 12 media the pac-12 writers versus gambling gauchos like all of those tweets <laughs> are getting exhausting to me and i'm just kind of like i'm just tired of it i just want it to happen already like i'm on the side of yeah, let's get teams to the Big 12. It'd be yeah. fun to have Colorado back. It'd be fun to get UConn, Gonzaga, whatever the options are. It'd be fun to have that. But I'm just ready for us to fast forward to the end of that conversation. So let's get back to Tristan because he seems like he's on the side yeah. that actually <laughs> enjoys all of this stuff. So moving forward, like how do you want conference realignment to play out? What are you in favor of? Let's go ahead and get like the the guy gossip out of the way for you here. Well, I think the most overlooked aspect of any fan base is how good is their Twitter shit posting? You know, yeah. like if, if, <laughs> you got to get down in the mud with us, you know, and run with the best of them. And if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen when it comes to a Big Twelve tw- Twitter. Um, but honestly, man, uh, I uh, it, it's 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 I'm such a hypocrite when it comes to this crap because obviously the the purity in me i i really want i would i would want nothing more than a more southwest conference oriented conference right. I, you know every you know booking my game to texas a&m or ut um or anything like that and and that's the way it was it's supposed to be but unfortunately it's just not the world we live in now so i have to look at it in a more survival aspect i think right now what the best plan is is your mark to just be an overly aggressive dude and just start try- lobbing out torpedoes i really think you should try to sink the packed ship um, for the yeah. good of the Big 12. And I, I know how crappy that sounds because what yeah. you know, it, how, how different is Texas Tech from us from a wazoo in the grand scheme of things? And that's what really hurts because, like, you know, those those fans in Pullman are no less important than we are. And it just – but whenever you have to sit here and talk about it, it's like, man, I, I want my school to be okay. You know, I want my school to matter, and I want my conference to matter because that's what contributes to my school mattering. So that's where I'm at with it, man. And uh, it's like I said, it makes me feel like such a hypocrite because, you know, I appreciate all aspects yeah. of the sport. And uh, but that's really where I'm at. I, I just kind of hope where you just go into uh, goblin mode and try to, you know, tear everything up, you know, go in or go down the trine kind of thing. I do really miss, like Tristan mentioned, the, re- the regional aspect of conferences like West Virginia shouldn't be in the Big 12. They should be. I don't know, in any of the other three kind of north or eastern conferences. And, you know, like UCLA, USC shouldn't be going to play Rutgers next year. Come on. What are we doing? Like we're missing out on a lot of good regional stuff with without that. And that's what I kind of miss. And that ship has sailed. I mean, we're in a more nationally kind of. Money talks and ESPN talks, Fox talks, CBS, all of the TV networks. It's going to be the CBS conference versus the ESPN conference in the future days. Uh, Steven, just, you know, your opinions on on where you want this thing to to come through for Texas Tech, the Big 12, and how you see us sitting at the end of all of this once we get to that eventual day where the realignment actually happens. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, I think you look at it in tiers, right? You look at, uh, you know, rating one of the other power conferences right now. That's kind of your best option here, Get it, whether it be PAC or ACC potentially. Um, and then you look at just overpowering your basketball. Um, yeah. I don't I don't agree with the, uh, the UConn or Gonzaga adding all sports. I don't think that helps anybody really when their only profitable sport is basketball. It's great if we just add them for basketball, but it doesn't bring much to the conference otherwise. Um, now I, so, you know, it's just like, it, I'm in such a wait and see mode. I see yeah. different rumors. It almost seems like every day. So whether it's San Diego state or whatever, as long as we're not adding like UNLV or Tulsa or rice or any of those, uh, I'm cool with it. I'm actually, I'm comfortable with the 12 teams that we have right now. Um, but like Tristan mentioned, this is kind of an eat or be eaten situation. And so, uh, you need to. Uh, versus what we had with the past commissioner, yeah. your mark is much more proactive and trying to get um, schools to keep the Big 12 alive and well, which is a great thing. Yes. Yeah, I want to be selfish. Whatever is best for Texas Tech, whether that's the Big 12 eating up the Pac-12, maybe, you know, whatever's going on with the ACC over there and they're like seven teams, you know, whatever benefits us, that's what I'm going to go with. And hopefully, and, and it seems like your Mark's the guy to lead us in the right direction. So I feel much better about where we are now that he's in control of this rather than Bullsby, no who this would probably be an even bigger mess uh, uh, talking about it. All right, so level of cringe on a scale of 1 to 10. We're going to do this with all these conversations. Stevens, where do you fall at on the level of cringe with the uh, conference realignment talk? When you see that tweet, where do you go? When you're just talking about cringe, I don't think it like meets the like highest level because there are decent conversations going around and it's you know fun for a lot of people to talk about this kind of stuff. So cringe wise, I'll put it in like a five. Um, yeah. But for me, I just don't prefer to talk about it. So for me, I don't know when I'm just like on topics I don't want to talk about meter. It's probably up there at like eight or nine. Yeah, I think that's a yeah different scale. Topics I'm tired of talking about. Uh, Tristan, to you, on the scale, 1 to 10, cringe level. Seems like you're probably on the low end here. I am. I am. Dude, like right. I said, yes. I love the gossip. I love the bull crap, you know? It's just so much more entertaining to me. Um, uh, I thrive in the offseason. I really do. <laughs> this is peak so time I'm going to go two for double T, baby. That's what I'm going to go All with. Right. Just because, you know, you it's just a, it's a conversation focused in on the school. You know, because it's a, it's a fun one to have. You know, because yeah. there's no right answer. No one's correct. So it's just it's just it's just fun to act like someone is correct. And it's yeah. me. Yeah. So <laughs> and it's me. We had more people watch Kansas State versus TCU than Pac-12 had watch USC versus UCLA or whatever. Those fun yeah. conversations. All right. I, I do like how you turn big guy gossip. So that, yeah. that makes it maybe sound a little bit better in the future. Dustin, where do you uh, where are you following? Yeah, this I'm at like a four or five. I get it would go way, way higher once they get to, you know, the Pac-12 talking to Rice type stuff. Like when it goes just too yeah. far with regionals how far they're talking to and how low they're gonna go but like i'm still at that point it's still like a four or five yeah for me i'm i'm a little higher i'm at a six i just i'm so tired of this conversation i'm so tired of getting tagged in these things i'm sorry south plainsman i'm no disrespect to what y'all are doing but i'm just so tired of getting tagged on some san diego state news some memphis news like i don't really care and maybe that's maybe that's the focal point of it is just getting tagged in all these tweets. Maybe I'd be doing much better if uh, that wasn't happening. In um, the conversation, yeah. untag from post, it's become uh, yeah, it's yeah, become it's very it's, easy. 
it's a habit now just to yeah. basically go go and do that. So uh, y'all are familiar with that. So yeah, oh, yeah. y'all get that. Um, next topic of conversation, one that got up brought up just a couple days ago because we had some uh, Texas Tech news that was hinted at. So everybody likes to put uh, the eyeball emojis. We've gotten familiar with this over the years, but this had nothing to do with players or anything like that. This was just simply about the double T flatten the double T level, the bevel or keep the old or the new school 3d double T or as you guys tweeted out, just the, the pencil drawing of the <laughs> yeah. T as well. Uh, throw that into the list. Cause <laughs> hire me, hire me, Texas tech athletics. Who needs a graphic artist when you can just simply just draw a double T like that, post-it you know? notes? Um, that? So, yeah, yeah. No, we got with them. Uh, they told us to take down the post. We said no. Stop saying so. we, okay? I, I'm not getting sued. I'm not going down with you. I'm not part of the cease and detest from Texas Tech. So this conversation screams June to me. It screams we have nothing else to talk about. I feel like this will be a conversation that we'll have summer after summer. Once we get here, there will be more polls. There will be more things um, about the flat and the double T versus the new 3d double t so uh kick it back to you tristan where do you fall and how do you see this conversation uh on the cringy scale like when, when you see this are you just like oh log me off or are you like i'm hopping on here and i'm getting involved in this about the double t um yeah i i don't really get into it you know it's it's just i i just kind of i just kind of like to watch the battle uh, <laughs> unfold in front of me because You're i mean viewer, yeah. i I don't really have one, one foot on either side. I just like to just, you know, sit there with the popcorn and enjoy it because it's how ridiculous it is. Um, but if I had to choose a side, I mean, obviously that's where this conversation is inevitably yeah, going. Choose like your we side. Can't, we can't sit here and talk about it and then not partake in the ridiculousness. We can't. We have to be part of the problem, guys. So um, <laughs> I'm going to stick a, a, a hot take for a lot of fans, especially, okay. you know, I think the more diehard uh, faction is I think you I think you roll with the bevel I think you keep the modern era rolling you know I, I, I that's that's kind of the side I'm on okay Steven to you choose your fighter and, and and how do you feel about this conversation I love pushing back the pushback on this conversation um I I when one person tweets out level the bevel then you get the mob that comes out and it there's nothing wrong with the current double T. There's no. literally nothing wrong with it. Yes, the the throwback old school double T is awesome. All the logos are awesome. Texas Tech doesn't have a lot of bad branding, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. But what makes the old school double T so special is that it's a throwback. It's a great logo that we use once or twice a year in certain sports, and everybody gets hyped up about it when you tweet out yeah. the old school double T from the you know Texas Tech football account. And then they show the uniform reveal. That's what makes it so special. If you make that the full-time logo, it takes away that special charm um, for me. And I just don't have any issue with the bevel. So this one I will get into uh, when it comes yeah. to like Twitter. When I see the level the bevel mob coming out, I'll usually tweet some dumb shit like the posted note double T and be like, throw it back even further. Yeah. <laughs> just make it just make it lines at this point, guys. This is what yeah. we want. Yeah, so I like that Steven gets all involved on the Twitter. Meanwhile, Tristan's that, you know, that meme yeah. of the guy kicking it back with the popcorn and let's just oh, yeah. <laughs> let's get some munchy town. Dustin, uh, I know kind of where you fall in this conversation, but yeah. go ahead and give your This one gets me just thoughts. like Steven there. Like, and I'm, no, Steven, I'm with you like 100%. Like, I might even jump in front of the line with you because yeah. 
while the old school double T is nice, if you start using that as, say, your main logo, it loses all its luster and shine and how cool the throwbacks are. Like, go with it, hell, even 40% of the time. I don't care. But, yeah, it loses its luster and shine if you take it away. My other kind of weird thing, like, you have this 3D double T logo. When you see all the Big 12 logos all beside each other, the flat double T would look so dumb with all those other yeah. ones. It, it, it's old. It's used. I mean, it's it's like, like Brooks' hat looks great. But if you put it with yeah. Kansas State and Baylor and all those other ones, it would look so dumb <laughs> once you start putting it with the other ones. Like, by itself, yeah. you know, less than half the time as the throwback, as the alternate, great stuff. Let's keep it at that, guys. Yeah, I fall under the category of can I buy cool shit with both logos on it? And yeah. if that's the case, then no. I'm I'm satisfied because I you you can see just by watching me. I have the old school on my hat and I have the new school behind me on. Yeah, Simon's make the merch. Flag, I love sure. both of them. <laughs> Go for that. And I gotta admit, when I was a kid, when they first came out with the 3D logo, I was obsessed with that shit. That's all I would draw. I would yeah. draw like the 3D double T logo on all of my crap. Uh, it's the only thing I could draw. I'm not an artist, but I figured it out. You know, got all the colors right and stuff like that. I love both logos. And as long as I can buy stuff with each of it on, I'm fine. And I'm like Tristan. I'll sit back and kind of enjoy people getting into a meaningless argument because I think the 3D logo is here to stay uh, for quite some time. So I guess we'll get to enjoy this battle uh, for years to come. So uh, next year, Tristan wants offseason gets here that june date hits and the level the bevel comes out and there's polls and all that stuff what level of cringe are you at <laughs> uh no I, I again i i'm sticking low i'm sticking i'm sticking low like i I think i think that approach is uh is wrong but i don't think it's cringy you know like yeah. give me that offseason content you know i'm, I'm sticking at two all day uh, the double, right. double t two another right two i feel like I feel like you're going to be a lot of lows on this one because, like, I get it. Yeah, you're, you're, this is your time. This is your time, big, Steven. Big offseason guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when the games are I just on. Keep that. <laughs> the I was born in the darkest courts. <laughs> I was born in the offseason. I love the dark time. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I love sports. I, I love when they're not on. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's great. You need to tweet the Bane yeah. tweet, but you need to send I yeah. was born in the offseason, molded by it. Yeah, that's Tristan for you. Steven, where do you fall on the level of cringe for next year's, you know, ultimate, you know, battle of the double T's? This one's like an eight for me. Anytime yeah. I see the level the bevel, I just cringe. I'm like, guys, just stop. It doesn't yeah. need to keep continuing. We have this conversation every six months. It doesn't need to keep going. Um, and that's why I push back on it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you there, Dustin. That's, ex- uh, that's what exactly what I had written down was an eight. That's like my first thing in my head that pops up also is like, just stop that. Stop. <laughs> like, don't go there. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I'm about a seven on this one. It's just a it's a tired conversation. It's not going anywhere. Um, and just people wanting a, a chance to, to gripe about something or, or – argue on twitter which is basically what twitter's for at this point uh, a, a kind of a tie-in along with this conversation in a way is the uniform conversation uh and who sponsors us 
Uh, that's been Under Armour for several years. Our contract with them, I think, ends next year, if uh, that is correct, in 2024. And so if you've been paying attention, you've seen a lot of people talking about Nike, Adidas, other possibilities to uh, sponsor Texas Tech and create jerseys for them. Uh, Steven, this is one that y'all brought to our attention. I think it kind of ties along with that uh, old school double T, new school double T conversation. So uh, where do you fall on, on this conversation uh, and the cringe of it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, the cringe level, it's not very high for me because I think it's worth the conversation for sure. Um, I definitely side on, you know, switching over probably to Nike or Adidas as soon as we can. There's, it's not that I have a problem with Under Armour. I think they make good stuff, uh, but it's it's just a little kind of old in my opinion. Yeah. Like it's it, everybody's kind of progressed towards, you know, even some schools are going Jordan brand and that type of stuff while we kind of stick with UA. And um, as I think there was a tweet a couple of weeks ago that says Under Armour is kind of looking to drop a few of their bigger brands in college sports. So uh, why not move on to, I, I mean, I'm a Nike guy. I like Nike stuff. Uh, I know it's expensive, but they make good product. Yeah. Um, and it, and it, brings in it does affect some recruits it really does as, oh, yeah. as mindless as that is and as stupid as that is it really affects some of these 18 year old kids minds and if you're not a nike school i'm not even thinking about you or if you're not an adidas school or you don't have cool uniforms you know something like that and not that tech doesn't have cool uniforms i actually really like their current set but no i think i'm on the side of moving on um you know from under armor yeah i think this is a conversation that's going to build up over this next year uh, heading into 2024 when you know that contract is renewed. Tristan, uh, you are, you're supporting the Under Armour Texas Tech shirt right there. Uh, where do you fall in this conversation? You pro uh, viewing the options here on jerseys, or are you, you digging the Under Armour? Uh, you know, uh, the way I'm kind of looking at it with Under Armour is I do I do think Under Armour is getting out of the big college game, like getting out of the big sponsoring yeah. big teams game. I think they're kind of they're moving away from that. I think they're realizing that perhaps this is not a battle that's worth fighting anymore. Um, so they're, you know, making the business decision to kind of yeah. roll out um, because it's my you, Under Armour is becoming just a complete minority in that yeah. space. It's like it's quite rare now to find yeah. Under Armour schools. And whenever I see another Under, Under Armour school, I'm like, hey, hey, there you go. As stupid as here. that is. <laughs> um, but it, I honestly think with Texas Tech and Under Armour, I think, uh, you know, obviously Texas Tech's going to have a number that Under Armour, they're, they're going to want Under Armour to meet. And if they can't, I'm sure Texas Tech will move on. I don't think Texas Tech is itching to move on. I, I don't. I, I. I. really. Maybe I'm a little disconnected, but I. While a kid may care, I don't think they're deciding their school based on. No, it's not the ultimate decision. It's not the ultimate decision, but it's. It is something. Yeah. Like, I, I know. Recru- and now that we're getting it, higher level recruits, you know. Maybe with Nike and Jordan, I could see how that's, you know, since that's the flashiest brand out there right now, I get that. But I, I really don't think Adidas has an edge over Under Armour, maybe in basketball, but I, I don't know. I don't know outside of that. So, uh, you know, I, 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 I would just like to see whatever's best for Texas Tech. You know, I do like Under Armour. I actually have a, quite a lot of Under Armour stuff, and um, I've never had an issue with them. I think they people dump on them for no reason. I think people are stupid about, you know, their brand loyalties and stuff like that, but um I, I i do i do like under armor and i think that's, that's kind of where i sit and like i said if they're if it's time to move on i think it's more of an under armor decision than it is Texas tech decision yeah i uh, agree with you there dustin your thoughts on uh texas tech's uniform situation and and where do you want to see this go yeah i'm kind of with you guys of like i don't know and it doesn't really hit a nerve with me and i think it's just because i don't know enough about it and like it's a pretty big business deal, like that's for sure. 
Um, I mean, Tech was the first ever all Under Armour school back in 2009. And I, I remember that being a big deal because I was in school then. And it was like, oh, we're the first ever all Under Armour school. That's when yeah. Under Armour was on the really high up track going places. And then it's, yeah, like Steven said, kind of leveled off a lot since then. Um, yeah, you could, I think where I wanted to go is the Adidas route and kind of link up with Pat Mahomes a little bit and his brand. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just an easy, easy route, it seems like for me there. Because, like, yeah, you got Jordan Brand, you got some of these other guys that have some brands, and like, that's kind of where it seems like maybe there's like a niche clothing yeah. opportunity going. Uh, and so I think Pat and like Adidas could get in with tech and kind of make some stuff happen there. Yeah, that's a part I just kind of forgot about here is that our biggest athlete ever is an Adidas guy. Um, yeah, so. there's multiple multiple pictures of him wearing, like, Texas Tech Under Armour stuff that he has to cover up, yeah. and, like, yeah. just, like, a logo on it. It was hilarious. But, no, Dustin, that's a good point because you, there's not often you get an athlete like Patrick Mahomes coming out of yeah. your school and potentially changing the trajectory of everything. Uh, I mean, it happened. UNC adapted the Jordan brand because of Michael Jordan. Yes. I mean, that you know, and I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes at the level of Michael yeah. Jordan yet. But he's getting there. Uh, I mean, yeah. all things, all signs are pointing towards it. So, yeah, no, I'd, I'd love if we partnered with Adidas just based on Patrick Mahomes and keep riding that train. Yeah, I mean, things Patrick Mahomes has already done for Texas Tech is you can't watch a Chiefs game without seeing Texas Tech's, you know, uh, logo there somewhere. So I think that would be really cool. Uh, and, of course, knowing that you have uh, till 2024 to kind of get something done. Uh, that'd be really cool to see, but I'm kind of with you guys. I think on that conversation too, it's like, I like Nike a lot. Uh, most of my shoes are Nike shoes, most of that stuff. So it's my wallet is actually probably going to be pushing yeah. for something other than that yeah. because I'll buy so much crap if it's Nike. But if you get the standalone kind of thing with Mahomes here, that'd be really unique to the sport of college football just to have, uh, that collab, and so I'd probably spend a lot, a lot of money on that too. Um, if they got that fire stuff, we'll just with change the double T it, to the Patrick Mahomes logo. How about that, guys? <laughs> yeah, actually, not a huge fan of that logo, to be honest. I think Pat needs a little. I don't even know what it is, to be honest. <laughs> has, has anybody is it? You got to say if Abercrombie and Fitch comes calling, you got to say yes, right? That's yeah. That's you answer that call. You know, I didn't really buy Abercrombie and Fitch stuff. It's, you know, it, it was kind of like, like banned in my household. I was a, a you know good Christian boy. Guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. More of a Hollister I was, guy. I was a good Christian boy, so I went to American Eagle and Eric Hustle, <laughs> and my mom was like, I thought Abercrombie and Fitch was like of the devil because that's what my mom. Is said. this his like PM like triangle looking logo? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, yeah, that's a, that's not yeah, it's not a great logo. Like but a to be fair, it looks like armor. To be fair to him, a P and an M is not the easiest, no. you know, two letters to make a logo with, I think. Um, so, yeah. uh, so uh, uh, Tristan, back to you. I feel like we're all going to be on the lower side of this, but level of cringe. Uh, let's kind of for, forecast the future here. A year from now, when these debates are getting really, really heavy on where we're going to go with the next jersey opportunity, uh, do you see that rising up your cringe scale rating, or are you all in on the goss here? No, you know, you know, you know me. I, I feel like I'm just going to rate everything pretty low because I'm just here yeah. for it. 
But yeah. uh, I. This one's a little sillier to me than the double T as, as stupid as that sounds in the sense of like, it's just so superficial. Like, it, yeah, right. It doesn't really matter what logos <laughs> on the shirt, guys, you know, at the end of the day kind of thing. So uh, it's just, well, okay, what mega corporation's going to pick yeah. us, you know? Like, oh, oh boy. You know? But uh, yeah, I'm going to go with a four. Whoa, big score. That's a big score yeah, for, okay. for Tristan there. Steven, uh, where do you fall on that? I'll go three on the cringe scale. It's a conversation worth having. I think we are going to ultimately have a new sponsor, you know, partner here um, pretty soon, just with the trajectory of Under Armour. So I think you'll see schools like Auburn and Maryland and Texas yeah. Tech potentially move to these other companies just because that's what UA wants to do. And I think it's a wasn't, good move. Wasn't Notre Dame, uh, one, aren't they one of the schools that's already I left they, from? Yeah, yeah. They're, they've like agreed to move on past yeah. whatever their contract goes. All right, Dustin, to you. Oh, this is like a one for me because like the business side of it's so over my head. But I say next year we roll with Adidas and Pat Mahomes at the front of it. Yeah, I'll have this on a low end. I'll go two. I'll I'll, I'll do the Tristan two here. Um <laughs> I think it's it's a fun conversation. I always like new, you know, what new jersey possibilities that we could have, what new merchandise I can buy. Um, I say that hopefully my fiance doesn't hear that. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it's a conversation that I'm I'm kind of looking forward to, and so you know, there's obviously going to be some people who take it too seriously, um, and and some of that stuff can be cringy. But for the most part, I, I'm looking forward to the possibilities here. Uh, next topic of conversation. This is one of our favorites here over at Tailgate Talks. That's uh, uh, preseason, preseason polls, preseason predictions, preseason overreactions. Basically, to sum this up, let's go back to when Brent McKay, uh, Brent McKay, no, not McKay. That's a tech guy. Uh, who's the action sports writer? That Brent Mur- McMurphy. Yes, tweets that Texas Tech. He has us predicted to go to the Cotton Bowl. And at that point, you would just assume Texas Tech is going to the Cotton Bowl over one man's predictions. Um, upcoming, there will be uh, sports writers tweeting out their top 25. And whether Tech falls in that top 25 or not will cause lots of people to overreact. Um, basketball, this has been something that's very prevalent every time before basketball season begins. If we're not picked to win the Big 12, people lose their minds. Um, so, Stephen, where do you fall on this conversation? And do you find preseason discussions, the overhype, the all of that cringy or are you for it? So at this point in the calendar year, I think preseason is just unlimited content. You can yeah. always guess and choose and, you know, determine who you think is going to be the best team going into the next season. Um, so cringe level, it happens. Like I'm, I'm on the very low end when it comes to these conversations. They're fun to have. They're fun to predict stuff, um, everything like that. If we didn't have preseason stuff, we would have nothing to talk about at this yeah. point in the year. So um, no, I think it's a, a conversation worth having. How some people take it is cringy. Um, because people put their hearts and souls into this, which yeah. I'm not telling somebody how to be a fan, but if you take what Brett McMurphy said to heart, I mean, it's just one dude. It's just one yeah. guy's opinion. And he's connected. He's, he's a smart guy. I tend to like Brett McMurphy more than a lot of guys, but it's <laughs> it's not worth like selling your heart and soul that if Texas yeah. Tech isn't a top 25 team, that we're going to – this is the worst thing in the world and we should, you know, fire Joey McGuire or anything. Yeah. So – yeah, I think the cringe level is more of how some fans 
take a preseason yeah. poll than the preseason poll itself. Yeah, and I guess that's where our where I want to direct this conversation is the overreactions to it or the underreactions to it, I guess you could say, is just how people respond to these things. Tristan, uh, let's go to our goss boy over here. What do you think about like the overreactions to uh, these preseason predictions and everything like that? Where Where do you fall? Uh, this is a little too close to actually talking about sports, so pass, okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's out on this. For that reason, I'm out, sir. <laughs> Um, but no, I've always said that McMurphy knows ball. Okay, so I'll tell you, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, um, <laughs> the preseason uh, cringiness is completely related to. All right, where'd you put Texas Tech? Okay, like if this if, is this cringe, is this less cringe or not? We ranked. No, yes, we're not. Then it's not cringe. Yeah, if we're not ranked, then it's cringe. Cringe. Okay, but people like that, that are actually yeah. upset about this, what year is it? If, are you are you actually mad? And if Texas Tech wasn't ranked in top twenty-five, like dude, pick any pissed. year of the last decade. Yeah. And are you really going to come at me with that right now? But um, I get it with the, the way the um, the with the way the with the the, the, the momentum we went into the offseason. I, I get I get a, I get it. Um, but no, I. I to me, it's pretty boring over at the end of the day because yeah. it's, it's the same story every year. It depends. You know, we're going to talk about, oh, where, where they put Alabama. Um, oh, wow, UT's preseason ranked again. And it's just really it's just kind of propping up the inevitable discussion about who's going to be in the playoff. And, you know, that's just not really a discussion, you know, that's too prevalent to Texas Tech yet. So I'm not I'm not that into it yet. I'm a very – selfish texas tech oriented guy but i you know it's it's like it's like we keep saying it's content it's just something to absorb that's not so much just you know the the stupid gossip so that's where i'm at with it yeah i get that and like steven said there this is a slow time we've got to create things we've got to create content this is a, a simple easy recipe to do so to get each fan base you know either riled up or excited Dustin, uh, I know we've talked about this yeah. a lot, so uh, give your spill on predictions, overreactions, and and everything. That I feel like Tristan would love this subject because like, I feel like he's the guy, as soon as April run, rolls around and it's a Tuesday after March Madness and CBS comes out with a top 68 for next year, Tristan's reading that whole article. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in the field for next I need to know how we're going to win it all, baby. <laughs> uh, what were a ten seed? Bowl. We don't even have a coach. We're ten seed. Hell yeah! <laughs> but it's really though. Me and Brooks, and I'll speak kind of both, just because we talk about it all the time, on and off this show. They're like, it's the overreactions for us that like these. Polls and predictions and stuff don't matter. Because really, once the season starts, you don't know what's going to happen. Injuries happen. Coaches beat their wives happen. Like, so many things can happen on the scale once the sports season starts that, you know, Derek Goldberg becomes a top 10 player in all of basketball and you go from seventh to winning the Big 12 in a Final Four run. Like, there's so many just factors that don't matter when any of these polls come out and like the one with the football one, you know, going to the cotton bowl, we talked about it a few weeks ago. And I would, I said like, yeah, if we win the big 12, we're going to the cotton bowl. Like that's just our designated spot. Texas tech fans. Do you not understand this? They saw, and I don't know know if you guys kind of put these pieces together. They just saw that we're playing Alabama and now we're on the same 
stages Alabama in the Texas in the tech football world. And it's like, no, 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 no. Call call your jets with that. If we win the Big Twelve, we go to the Cotton Bowl. It's as simple yeah. as one, two. Quit making it like one plus two equals now we're a top <laughs> top team in the country type deal. Now we're Bama. Yeah. No, if you take the offseason content too seriously, you become a UT and an A and M fan. Well, I mean, this is yeah. their Super Bowl right now. This is what they live for. <laughs> they live for being ranked top five, top ten in the preseason poll and saying Arch Manning is gonna be the greatest thing to ever have grace this earth. Um, you know, this is what they live for. And then the season comes and they're disappointed. Right. So um, yeah. yeah, if you t- you can't take this stuff too seriously. There is actual analysis in play, but yeah. like y'all mentioned, yeah. I mean, there's just so many different things that can happen between now and the start of the season and on that changes everything that's put out right now. I think now in today's like Twitter age, social media age, it, it's really changed because it, you can't always trust the journalism on it. The uh, Jeff Goodman's <clears throat> of the world. <laughs> you can't always trust that they're actually no. giving you their realistic top 25 or if they're just trying to fire up a fan yeah. base or something like that. I feel like there's more bias that comes along with some of their predictions. And so I think some of that, that's cringy to me. Uh, there's still a lot of guys who are doing the authentic journalism who are actually giving you their predictions and not doing it to get clicks or doing it because this is act like legit what they think is going to happen. That's the stuff I'm fine with. But, yeah, the overreaction is always funny to me just because people get so mad. And, and I'll live on the kind of Twitter world where I don't want to say anything and stick my foot in my mouth. You know, I want I don't want to give uh, people receipts. I don't want to be on old takes exposed, any stuff like that. I just want to let the games play itself out. And then whatever happens, happens. And so if people in the know are predicting good things, hey, great. That's awesome. But. I'm going to wait till the games play out before I start talking shit to other people on social media about how good our team's going to be when you haven't played a single game yet. So that's kind of where I fall on that. I'll start with my level of cringe. Um, and, and the level of cringe I have on this is, is the re, uh, how people react. And so I'm going to go like a seven on this because I think people just take it way too seriously. So I'm going to go on the high end of that. Uh, but when I see a preseason prediction, my level of cringe on that is just like a two. But when I go to the mentions, that's where the cringe level creeps up. So, Stephen, uh, over to you, your cringe level on this topic. Yeah, I think the cringe kind of increases the further away you are from the start of the season. So, yeah. you know, at, if it's a, a month before when everybody's just ready for football yeah. to come back, it's like a one. But, you know, if you're doing a football poll in February, then, yeah, it probably increases up there to a seven or six yeah. for me. But um, yeah, the overreactions are always going to be cringy. That's always a 10 for me, um, just with how some people take this stuff. All right, Tristan, to you. Yeah, I'm going to go, uh, let's go five on the overreaction five. because, right, you yeah. know, it's it's like I said, like I say, guys, it's just, this is all the, this is the content I can gobble up in the offseason. Watching other people lose their marbles is, is okay to me. <laughs> Uh, I'll avoid embarrassing myself as well. I don't really go too far into it other than to say Texas Tech's national championship confirmed. But I mean, that's that's every that's every year. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, I do want to know where these Cotton Bowl's not in the playoffs like, this year, Tristan. <laughs> well, get it wrong. But that's where we prove to the committee that yeah, we there we go. Be there. And then uh, and then they kick out some other team, some yeah. scrub like Georgia, and put us in there. Yeah. All right. Then we have the whole that's, off season to be like, we should have been. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's better. That's honestly better than winning the national yeah. championship. Yeah, the idea that we should have won it. You know, that's that, that's that's so much better. Um, 
So, yeah, so yeah, that's where that's where I lay with that. And, and I'm not going to begrudge um, any uh, journalists for putting a list out there, even with the rage bait. Like they're just they're just trying to get through the off season yeah. as well. At the end of the day, but I do want to find where all these tech fans that are upset at being ranked low are. Like, I guess they were, they just woke up yesterday yeah. as to what, what we what we yeah. been. So it's like, it's, God, it's, give me what you've been drinking, dude. It's just that confidence, man. People want us to be higher. They have great opinions of us, and they just yeah. yeah that's yeah, what gets yeah, us to is like we went, you know, two good years in basketball, and they're like, well, we need to be in the top ten every year, and it's like. Yeah. No one from those teams are national championship anymore. or bush. Like, <laughs> who's playing? We have no idea. Like we've been we've been seeing how Kentucky's performed the last few years. Like no team yeah. is a top ten. Yeah, it doesn't and, happen. And and like like Tristan said, have you you know where have you been? We haven't won over seven games in regular <laughs> season since Michael Leach was here. That's over a decade. Okay, <laughs> so. Uh, let's, uh, let's chill out on that. All right. This is a conversation that I think will be fun. I'm going to kick it over to Tristan for this one, because I think, I think Steven was telling me that Tristan has a lot of opinions on this tweeting recruits, tweeting at recruits, adding a recruit, that whole conversation, Tristan, you, you just take it from here. Take, take the can steering. I, can I just go ahead and, and rank it? 10. 10. Yeah. Tweeting at any high <laughs> no. schooler as a grown ass man yes. on, is, is cringe. I don't yeah. care what it's about. That is cringe. Unless it's like yep. your your nephew's prom pic saying "looking good, dude." Um, <laughs> it's like what? Like why else would you be like, posting on any high schoolers anything? You know, like even if it's about it. Like honestly, uh, the only thing I'll excuse is oh, if they like, "Hey, I'm committing to Texas Tech." Red Raider Nations, what's up? And you like tweeting a gift, going, "Yay!" Yeah. Like yeah. other than that, it is completely unexcusable. I am out on tweeting at teenagers so how have you felt through this micah hudson uh situation especially the last few days because it's been a lot of that <laughs> yeah dude I, I, that, that's been that's been hilarious from the way he's handled it the kid oh, yeah. has taken it like a pro he's he's been really funny about it and like i love the way he's trolling both fan bases and yeah, just <laughs> flip-flopping back and forth with his picks and tweeting at the fans and stuff like that and making some of them look genuinely stupid you know, which is which is pretty funny, but uh, no, dude, I, I I think it's utterly ridiculous. Like the kid is not picking the school based on what UT Longhorn fan nineteen eighty two tweeted <laughs> yeah. at him. You know, like telling him it's the biggest re- mistake of his life if he doesn't go to Texas if he goes to Texas Tech. You know, so it's uh, this is a, a a ten and beyond for me. Yeah, I figured that would be the the one that got your blood boiling there, Stephen. Over to you on the the tweeting recruits and, and and where you lie in this conversation. This is a ten for me too. Yeah. It's it's so and it's positive and negative. It's the negative people that say, "Well, we don't want you here in Texas anyway," because no. you know, no. even considering the Sand Aggies is criminal or whatever and then there's also the people that are tweeting micah please come on come on over to lubbock we love you over here in texas tech be one of the family and it's like guys shut the fuck up <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's like think- just stop stop tagging micah hudson in tweets the kid yeah. is 18 years old let him make his decision if he decides to commit to your school like tristan said tweet it congrats gift awesome but like this begging and crap is just so it's so cringy 
Do you think when they hit send tweet, they're like, yeah, got him. We got him now. That's my help. He's committing because of me. Like, now I will say the coach bean stuff with Farnos, that's funny. Like, let me eat a worm so this fucking kid will come and commit to let. That's funny. But not like, Micah, we love you. Heart emoji. Come over here, dude. Yeah. That worm risked it all. Yeah, <laughs> it's it unfortunate <laughs> unfortunate player to, to waste a worm on yeah very unfortunate dustin uh to you on uh tweeting 18 yeah, year olds even like just five tweets. minutes as Tavi you can see my uncomfortableness and yeah I, I can feel the cringiness coming through my speakers and it's by far a 10 and yeah it's like what tristan said like there's some 40 or 50 year old dude in his man cave, you know, in his recliner, tweeting a 16, 16 or 17 year old. Yep, I, I helped. I think I got him. <laughs> that changes his mind. <laughs> dude. Coach Sark, I got him. You don't need to be tweeting a 16 year old, like, you know, how good your school is or how shitty another school is, or if they do pop off, like, oh, F you, we don't want you anyways. Well, now you just look stupid. Like, yeah. the only thing is that you can look oh, yeah. stupid from it. And and he will expose you. <laughs> Micah Hudson it will expose you will. if you do that. Um, I mean, I get wanting Micah Hudson. I get that part of it. Like, this would be huge for our program to land a guy like this. But, yeah, the only – I'm with Tristan. The only time I'll ever – uh, anything with a recruit is just a retweet their yeah. commitment tweet just because, like, that's cool. Like, yeah, let's go. But, man, I can't ever well, – I see so many people, even friends of mine who are out here adding this guy, and I'm like, freaking stop. Just like The, the adding why? is the worst. Yeah. And, and it's with current players and potential oh, players yeah. coming. Like, it's like, guys, there's no need to tag a guy. There just isn't. Like, I know you're trying to get a retweet from him or something like that, but really, that's what – like, yeah. I it, it's so cringy when they will purposefully tag that player. But really, yeah, like, it, tweet I really feel like it can only hurt the recruitment and your school from any of this. Like, let Blanchfield and Joey McGuire do their job of doing yeah. their recruiting and visit and all that. And don't at or even mention his name in stuff. You just look dumb and cringy. <laughs> well, it goes to all, all sports. Don't add a player when you make a mistake with the, I just, you know, shout out their name. I'm going to be like, wow, great play by blah, blah, blah. But I, I just always hate ad- adding these kids, especially now that I'm getting older and older. Like these, I'm freaking 10 years older than these dudes, tw- you know, 12 <laughs> years older than these dudes. And some of these people I'm seeing tweeting out here. I'm like, your kids are their age. Like, come on, let's, 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 yeah. let's, <laughs> let's step off. So I'm with you guys. That's a 10. That's tens all around, right? Tens that's, all our, around. that's our one 10 all around is tweeting recruits. Okay. I'm glad we could all agree on that one. Hopefully some people listen to this and take that to heart and change your ways. They won't. Um, no, they, <laughs> they won't. They never do. You can have do. a sip of my beer. I just DM'd that to them. <laughs> Keep it between us. Yeah, they're, they're, they're tweeting at him right now as they listen to this. Unfortunate. Um, but, you know, hopefully he makes the right decision <laughs> based on uh, fan responses. Yeah. Um, that leads us to the last topic of conversation, which involves the university that we're battling uh, for this guy. That's I just kind of put anything involving UT as this category here. I know, Stephen, when you texted it to me, you talked about future non-con series, but I just kind of view anything battling it out with Texas on Twitter as cringe because 
the conversation is running and like talking to a wall. I think y'all tweeted it out uh, something similar to that. And I'm like, yep, yeah, that's, that's arguing with the Texas fans. So uh, take eight from here, Steven, on just, and, and you can kind of lead the direction of where you want to go here. Yeah. The conversation goes nowhere. It never yeah. goes anywhere when you're arguing with the Texas fan, because it's going to go to the same thing. Ultimately, Texas has the history. Texas yep. tech just beat you. And that's where we're going to go to. That's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a non-starter on both yep. ends. I mean, there's you're all that conversation. No matter how many tweets back and forth you go, it's always going to go back to either all-time record or we just beat you with Joey McGuire's one and zero against you. Like yep. it's it's annoying. It's cringy. Um, what's more cringy about the UT and the Texas Tech rivalry is the dumb nicknames, the TU and the and the Sand Aggie. A, yeah. That is the most that. That's an 11 for me. When somebody uses a TU, an Aggie with a Y, a misspelled tech thing, like it's the it's the worst of the worst for me. You are either ancient using that or you are just cringing. Yeah, I'm with you there, Tristan. Uh, how do you feel about the whole uh, back and forth between UT Tech and this kind of maybe how like the future of this this rivalry since we're parting ways here soon? Dude, um, I, 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 it's, it's funny to watch because this is just what rivalries are. This is yeah. just how stupid it will always inevitably get. Like, whenever it's a real rivalry, like a real, like, I hate you. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, <laughs> this is, this is peak that. This, this is peak that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not this weird bromance. So, oh, us and oh, you are, we matter. We're cool. Yeah. And with us, it's like, no. <laughs> yeah there it's is like, it's real it's real like vitriol you know you it, know how so hard they were typing when they were typing that tweet yeah. out you can you can feel the energy <laughs> yeah you, you know you know marv yelled beth you want know this tech fan just tweeted at me you know like that's happening you know it's just this you know irrelevant program you know so it's just i think i i love it in the sense of that it's so cringy i don't get involved with it I just like to sit there and giggle at the anonymous accounts go at each other, you know? So it's just, it, uh, it's just, it's just a rivalry, man. And that's just, what's fun about it. And when it comes to the non-con series, um, I'm, I'm, well, I'm 100% open to it. I, I would, I would yeah. love to always play them anytime they pop up on the schedule. I think it's a good thing, but here's my one caveat to that. I'm okay with it simmering for a bit. I'm okay with getting some distance and letting it simmer in the sense that, you know, let it build up. Let it bake like UT yeah. versus AM did, where we're just like, oh my God, you know, and it's just <laughs> like, just get on the field and sell it. Let us, let us miss each other a bit in, in that sense. And then I think it'll be a blast to get it going again. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I, yeah, let it simmer. Yeah. Let it simmer. Dustin, your thoughts on uh, uh, really anything involving UT here and, and how you view it? I really hate it when it's out of like the time we're playing them. Like, and that's when these always come up. Like, if we're having this argument during the basketball week, great. Bring anything up. Go for it. Until it gets to the point of, well, we beat you all this many times and this and this. Like, you know, they'll run your head into the wall type stuff. Like, I'll even read, dive into some of them. Like, oh, okay, we're going good here. You know, Brooks knows I had my fair share of a, a basketball feud, Twitter fight with a tech, Texas fan once upon a time. And I fought with facts and brought stuff up really well. And he ended up just quitting the quitting the fight and blocking me. So I think I won that one. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, 
we've all experienced that fight with the Texas fan. We're just like, and wow. This that's is thing, I wasn't going to go to, I just went with what he was bringing up. I'd bring up facts of what he brought to show how stupid he was. And then he'd come back with more stupid opinions. And I would come back with numbers back of his stupid opinion. <laughs> and like, yeah, there's, there's nothing like the week of, when you're about yeah. to play them, the lead up to that, yes. because you see the best memes, you yeah, see exactly. the best com- like back and forth between people because it's so new and you're just about to play and we're all riled up. And it's yeah, great. the week of stuff is great. Even the couple days after, go for it. The super out out of you know the calendar of playing them is is dumb because like Steve said, it always just comes back to well the record is seventy three thirty seven for us. And- <laughs> We've won <laughs> out of the last 15, you know, and it's the same dumb shit. And that's what gets me. And, but the, the sandaggy thing, that was a new one for me. I yeah. have never seen Oh, you, had, you hadn't heard that one before? Oh, that's a, oh I've heard that one before. Yeah, I've heard that one. Now, the, the TU stuff, we don't need to use that. That's an A&M thing, and we shouldn't do anything that they do, right? So if you get anything out of this podcast, don't tweet TU because that's for A&M dummies. Yeah, I just, I I agree. Time of year, it's obviously off season. So people are always going to try to, you know, start something up with Texas fans. We've all been there. We've all ran into that wall over and over and over again. Um, But, you know, game week is fun. Like one of the best times I've ever had on Twitter was before that first game playing Beard when he was coming back, when everybody was blacking out their profiles and like, we were talking so much shit to them. It was so much fun. And those weeks are always going to be fun. This year is going to be awesome on that game week because it's the last time we right. are going to play last them for the, the foreseeable last, yeah. future. So, like, soak that in. But, yeah, I, you know, it kind of goes back to overreactions and predictions and stuff like that. It's just like I don't want to talk crap to a UT fan and then get our ass kicked because we've been in that situation before <laughs> where I was hyped and then Matt Wells – let us get ran through and it doesn't feel good on the other side of that. So I, I, I always try to, to, to keep, you know, my arguments in until after the victory. Um, but yeah, it's just beating your head into a wall over and over again with UT fans um, and tech fans. I guess there's some of them people that we follow here that are just more than willing to keep doing that and just keep running into that same fight and that, over and over again. Okay. I don't understand how people keep running through that damn circle. Yeah. yeah. Some people like it. Some people Some, like the repetition. It it's like waking up and having your coffee every morning. It's like yeah. wake up and argue with a UT fan. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> it might go, you know, two, three, four, five tweets, and then it's right back into that stupid circle. Yeah, you can, it's like you're the, not, you can guess the tweets. And I mean, I'll admit, like, we're not going to win that fight once it gets to that point. Yeah, and once you bring up all-time records, <laughs> you just argue, "Oh, well, we're one and zero with Joey McGuire." It's like, okay, so we've done the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I always time. love, always love the, always love the history argument. Yeah, did that help you on Saturday? Nope. Yeah, thirty-seven, thirty-four. Uh, last but year. all right, all right. I'll use whatever like... makes us look better. All right, yeah. that, it doesn't matter. Yeah, thirty-seven, thirty-four. Doesn't year. matter. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is the year that matters. I'm worried about now, and you are talking about last year. Sean you know? Fumble. That's where I'm at, you know. I mostly won last year. It's like, oh, come on, check the last last game, yeah, bro. Yeah. You know, that's the best way to do it. I think honestly, that's Trisha like, just always got with Bijan fumbled. Yeah, yeah. Bijan fumbled exactly. Awesome. Bijan fumbled, uh, and Tyree Wilson went one pick before him. 
So. Yeah, I, I, I will say, I do think it's funny, you know, whenever you obviously, whenever, I, I know we probably spent too much time on this, but whenever Tech fans are like, you know, check the scoreboard last last year, and then Texas fans are like, it took everything you had to win. <laughs> you kept going for it on fourth down. It's like, oh, you mean like a strategy of the football game? You know, like, you know, fourth down, you can do that, dude. That, yeah. always, that always cracked me up, dude. It's like, and then the okay, Tech fans like, like it was our doing the game, okay. Yeah. And the tech fans will be like, it was our third best quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I do like when that gets brought up, so, though, yeah. and it's like, you had us at like fourth and 17, and our quarterback's falling out of bounds, and you couldn't stop us, and we got the first yeah. down. Like, you had it. Good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, beating them beating them always makes it better, because you know if you lose, it's just going to make the arguments even worse. So, cringe level on anything you tease, Steven, to you first. Uh, it's a rivalry. It's not cringy. It's fun. Um, you know, uh, some people take it to a cringe level, but ultimately the back and forth with UT and Tech is not cringy. So I'll go like yeah. three here. Okay, Tristan, to you. Uh, yeah, I'm low on it as well. I am. I, I'm. Cr- I, I. I rank the cringy of the people taking it too far ten, you know, where, where people just get stupid. Yeah. But that's not very yeah. fair. But I'm going three on like when people are just lobbing memes at each other, you know, oh, memes yeah. of mass destruction. I'm all I'm on all board of that. No, I'm going high here because 90 percent of them are the dummies that just run their heads into the wall. <laughs> of the, that's and, that. and so like, it's a nine for me. I'm going to go five. I'm going to go right in the middle here because there's some ones that I kind of enjoy. There's there's moments where it's good. There's moments where it's bad. So I'm going to fall in line kind of in the middle there on that. All right. Well, we're through all of our uh, off-season cringy topics here. Before we get to our shot bet draft, we want to talk a couple things real quick because there's been a lot of tech news uh, recently. Keeping the off-season not dull is Joey McGuire doing that work on the recruiting trail. We've had a couple Sundays or past couple weekends, we've had a bunch of recruits on campus uh, and we've landed several commits because of that. So, uh, Steven, Tristan, want to get your guys' thoughts on just kind of everything going on. Not going to go through and name every single recruit right now. And there's still obviously some silent recruits that were kind of waiting to be named. But uh, just kind of what your thoughts, what's going on with this football program. This is the second straight summer where these guys have just been killing it on the recruiting trail. So, Steven, do you? Yeah, this is just awesome it's brand new stuff it's great it's uh, anytime you get a killer recruiting weekend and you get people from on three and rivals and stuff constantly praising you know joey mcguire and the staff's efforts um it's awesome it's great news i mean oh no we have the top 20 class in 2024 like it's great every time i see that freaking gif of uh of uh rick flair tweeted out by joey mcguire it's it's a great day it's a good it brighten up brightens up your day a little bit so um no it's it's awesome on that end obviously recruiting is not the whole thing as we've seen with some uh you know big universities and it's how you you know uh, teach them the game of football and make them part of your program in the future but it doesn't suck having awesome athletes enter your program and awesome high school kids uh you know commit to tech yeah, Tristan, where do you fall on this? Because, you know, it's not – it's sports aren't being played, but guys are being landed. This is kind of gossip, you know, right now. The rumor mill is gossiping on, on these recruits. So uh, h- how do you think this is going, and where do you stand on all this right now? 
I mean, what, what's what the the cringy thing about this is the people who have sources and are gonna yeah. you know, like it's, this is totally what's happening. Trust the me, my say. I know I know a guy that works at the gas station that this kid stops by, and it's <laughs> like that kind of stuff. I mean, but I, I indulge it because you know, obviously, I, I'm I, a moron yeah. and I like this stupid crap. But <laughs> but yeah, um, gotta yeah, enjoy absolutely. it somehow. No, but I will say, like, this is the first time I've ever, ever enjoyed recruiting because, you know, my whole entire time of being a real tech fan, you know, and actually caring about sports, uh, I've never known a Texas Tech that's ever been a recruiting powerhouse by any means. Yeah. I grew up in a Texas Tech where stars didn't matter. It was about who you got. It's about developing the player more than anything than what's on the, the talent chart. And at the end of the day, I mean, the talent will win you the games. I mean, that's that's really what separates programs in different stratospheres. It's 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 which and it's surprising when we find programs that don't like Kansas State. You know, you never really see them, in, you know, yeah. annihilating the recruiting ranks. But you know, they are winning the Big Twelve. So hopefully, we get the best of both worlds in on that. And I've really I've been really excited watching the the uh, the names roll in and watching these high schoolers uh, commit to the to the to the team. And I, I just yeah. gotta make sure I tweet at them more so we can gotta get some <laughs> some more guys committing because I know yeah, it's on exactly. me. Yeah, and I'll DM them, yeah, and then find their families on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, you're doing your work because we've got like eight or nine over the last couple of weeks, so we can see you, see you out there. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you, Tristan. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Uh, uh, hopefully you get to take some time off here soon. Um, Dustin, your your thoughts on just kind of everything that's going on with this football program right now? Because we've, we've, we've been through it all too. <laughs> oh, for sure. And uh, I mean, kind of like what Steven said, like it's – really nice looking forward to official visit weekends like we just had of like, all right, we're probably going to get some of these guys that are really good. Like we already knew that going in. Like, and it's really nice and comfortable to be in that position of like what we're going to look like in the next three or four days after these guys commit. And the coaches knew it too. And like, that's the other part of it. Like the confidence they have in their recruiting and their relationship with these guys uh, is so so awesome like nothing we've ever seen really um i don't know if tristan was on i was just telling brooks before i got on uh 24 7 has like their all-time commit list at the bottom that i like to scroll through just to reminisce on funny failures i guess you'd say (laughs) um seven of the top 20 recruits are joey mcguire recruits already yeah, that's not seven of the top 20. That's, that's including Baron Morton. I'm going to throw him in there. Um, but yeah, the rest of them are 22 and 23 and now 24 class type guys. And I mean, I was just looking, we went from like a mid to low twenties before this weekend. And now we're 19th right now. I know like Steve said, that doesn't matter until we put it on the field and develop these guys. But me and Brooks kind of always talk like you're raising your floor with Mm-hmm. better talent, better athletes, bigger, stronger, all that stuff. So like raising the floor is always a good problem. And I love our coaches enthusiasm about it. Yeah. I'll tell you where we're at on a football scale by my father. I grew up, you know, going to tech games with him and it's like where our relationship really bonded. And he's a guy who had really kind of fallen out of the program for a while there. And he's going to Wyoming. That's how back in on Joey McGuire is. He's got 
he's put in for tickets to go to Kansas to go to another road game too. So he's like all back in. He's going to go travel. He's going to go follow this team around. And I'm like, all right, yeah, we're back. That's how you know we're back. My dad's back in on it. He's like going to go to every game because we used to go to games all the time as a kid. And we just never do that anymore. That's kind of, you know, thanks to Cliff and and Wells and Tuberville and all those guys. But McGuire's got us back, you know, got us caring about recruits. And like Teresa said, I, I've been a tech fan for a long time, but I've never really cared about recruiting. I was just like, I just care about the players on the team. And now I'm, I'm, I'm fired up about this and and uh, keeping track of it and tweeting at recruits and all that good stuff. So, <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, it's, it's really fun. I, I'm glad to be back at a competitive level here where you have coaching staff that you trust to get players. Uh, and then, you know, once you get them on campus that you can develop them into great players who can, you know, make strides to either go play on Sundays or help you win several games uh, in the Big 12 Conference. So it's really fun. Another recruit that we got for another sport, we learned of today, uh, Deshaun Jackson, a commit to play for McCaslin in this basketball team, getting that roster to 11 or 12 players. You have one more spot. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is a 6'10 forward who averaged six points, four rebounds for Washington State. Uh, basketball getting another big is, is big uh, for McCaslin and the staff, uh, Stephen. And then Tristan, y'all's thoughts on uh, getting Deshaun Jackson and hopefully about to round out this uh, basketball roster for next year. Yeah, I think it's a big pickup. The only big you had on your roster, only true big you had on your roster was Warren Washington, who's also a one-time transfer. Um, Obviously, Deshaun Jackson has a little bit of injury history. He had some heart complications and stuff that kept him out of last year. But, um, you know, he's been cleared by medical staff. Uh, By all means, he should receive his waiver going into this year. Um, you know, it's exciting. It's good to get a guy of his size. He's like 6'10", 250. I mean, you don't, <laughs> that doesn't suck yeah. Um, yeah. to get a backup big for you. And uh, yeah, it's something that McCaslin kind of needed. Uh, you only had one true big. So now you got two, um, a guy who can come off the bench and hopefully provide some good minutes and uh, potentially be a starter in the future. And a guy he has some familiarity with. He coached him yeah. like on some USA team. Uh, uh, Tristan, your, your thoughts on, on another recruit for McCaslin? Well, it's good to see the the silent assassin at work here yeah. that is Grant yeah. McCaslin. You know, he gets them on campus, and that's what he gets them after I tweeted them, of course. But um, of course. it's with with the with the it's it's really it's obviously interesting to watch these pieces kind of fall in because you know it's you're kind of starting to see this you know new era of basketball where you know it's so transfer heavy, but particularly in the first year because you know they're really looking to start plugging some holes because you can't rely on the kids you're recruiting out of high school right now. So you have to mm-hmm. plug him in now to, to win now. So um, it's it's good to see him get his pieces in um, because, you know, obviously it's kind of hard to judge how things are going to go. But, you know, hopefully I'm just hopefully looking to, for a solid season. I hope this guy is just a key part of that. How do y'all uh, real quick and then we'll get on to our shot bet. How do y'all feel about the, the silence that McCaslin moves in? Because I think like a lot of people are getting spoiled with Joey here. Uh, we have with Chris Beard, you know, coaches who are loud and, and, and on Twitter and on social media and out and about. Um, not every single coach moves that way. And so I think a lot of people are just skeptical because he's not the carbon copy basketball version of Joey McGuire. Where do you all kind of land on on that? Yeah, unfortunately, when you're silent, you have to prove yourself more, which is yeah. unfortunate because McCaslin's proved it at every stop that he's been at. Um, I choose to give him the benefit of the doubt. 
Um, some fans need reassurance that they're going to retweet him or, you know, show, tweet out a GIF of something every time they get a recruit. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. I think Grant's a great coach. I think he's going to do great things at Tech, and it may not be in year one, but it'll potentially be down the line. Um, and that's what I choose to believe. So yeah, um, we'll just have to see. It's a wait and see for me. Yeah, Tristan. Yeah, I, I, th- I think it's a Joey McGuire hangover, like y'all were touching on. And it's it kind of surprises me that people are up, actually upset about it. Like, or I, I don't know if they're upset about it, but they're just antsy. Like, if he's not yeah. talking, that means bad things are happening. Yeah. When, I mean, guys, I mean, with, with, with Mark Adams, the guy never tweeted. And he had an intern tweet, are you with us? So it's, it's not really that <laughs> much of a change of a pace. <laughs> You know, and and I'm, I I hope he doesn't end up like Adams, but I just yes. it's just like not all guys are out here screaming into a microphone. It's just not their style, you know. Well, um, and what's but, and what's funny? Sorry to interrupt you, Tristan. What's funny yeah, that's is what, what's I'm funny done. is goodbye. They, <laughs> <laughs> they they think the off season and the roster and the coaching staff should all be completed immediately as soon yeah. as he's hired. I mean, they think. <laughs> That the roster should be completed May or June. It's yeah, like, it guys, we didn't get Kevin O'Banner until July of that year. Yeah. Like yeah. that, it this we have a long off season ahead of us before basketball season starts. Like this isn't just because he doesn't have a full coaching staff or a full roster. First off, doesn't mean that he already doesn't have people that he's ready to bring in or ready to announce. But also, the, this stuff takes a little bit of time, and yeah. uh, you know, I know it sucks to be patient, but <laughs> patience is a virtue. That's a thing. Yeah, people are like, all right, he's hired. All right, where's our team? Get him all right now. It's like that. that's a, their expectation. But uh, I think he's doing a good job of putting these pieces together. But wanted to get y'all's thoughts on, you know, that what's been going on the recruiting trails for both those programs. But before we get the talking tech guys out of here, we took a lot of their time up tonight, having a good time, <laughs> talking about cringy things, talking in uh, alcoholic beverages, uh, go ahead and, and give all your social medias and where everybody can find you and the talking tech crew. Yeah, I'll do the normal spiel. We do, uh, if we ever do a podcast again, because it's been so long, um, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter, uh, at talking tech pod, follow Tristan at Tristy Mick. I'm at L underscore S underscore Rodriguez. Uh, I don't use my personal Twitter. So follow the pods account or Tristan, um, you know, we're on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Pods, whatever you listen to. Um, and we'll be back soon. We'll be in on a more yeah. consistent basis once it gets a little closer to football season. Um, me and Tristan both got married uh, recently. So, you know, Congrats, honeymoons boys. and yeah. bachelor trips and everything. It's taken a lot of time off of us. And frankly, we've just been lazy since it was only hey. baseball. But, uh, hey, I get it. but we'll I get be back it. and we'll be ready to go for football season. Well, hell yeah. Everybody go give them a follow. If they might not be posting podcasts right now, but they're still very active on Twitter, a good follow on Twitter. Um, So go give them a follow. And then, yeah, of course, follow them on Apple, all the platforms for when they get those podcasts out for football season. Boys, it was a good time. Always enjoy talking to y'all. And I'm sure there'll be more Talking Talks collabs in the future. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Absolutely, fellas. Appreciate y'all. Absolutely, man. Cheers to that. Thank you. Well, we had fun talking to the guys, to Steven and Tristan from Talking Tech about all those cringy off-season topics. We hope you could handle all the cringe there, um, but we had fun doing that, getting some of that out of the way, getting our thoughts on some of these conversations. So now when you see that inevitable tweet about conference realignment, you will know exactly what all of the guys here at Talking Tech and Telgate Talks 
are thinking. We appreciate them hopping on for our second Talk and Talks collaboration. Always enjoy mingling it up with those guys. But uh, once again, follow the tailgate and everything that we do here on Tailgate Talks at Apple on Spotify. Also, go give our guys over at Talk and Tech a follow. They do great stuff over there. Really funny, good stuff always. So give them a follow too. Uh, make sure you're following us on social media. Follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Also give that YouTube channel a follow to uh, watch this entire interview with the guys from Talking Tech. We'll post that there for you um, and other videos that we might be posting here in the future as you know we are awaiting football season. Um, but always appreciate hanging out with you guys. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Hope you withstood the cringe. And as always, we will catch y'all at the next tailgate.